What is up designers? Um, it's about 7.30 a.m. in the morning. I actually already made a podcast today at 5.30 a.m. in the morning. But I was just sitting up at night watching videos of Steve Jobs, man. I was watching him launch the Apple, you know, the first iPhone. Watching seminars he did at different colleges and things like that. And just looking at the dude and just like kind of like in awe of the life that he lived and also the ways he performed in his company without like following any of like the traditional marketing techniques and strategies that we know of today like like I'm I mean I was just looking at even like his ad like he had an ad for Apple like I don't know just like the think different ad campaign and how like ads nowadays we use like all these different types of copies and an image that catches people's attention and pattern interrupts and all that and their ad was so simple like it featured like the faces of like you know heroes throughout time who thought differently like like Gandhi like 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 Martin Luther King like Muhammad Ali like these different people like like they had these faces on posts and they put them on like Rosa Parks put them on buses and on the side of buildings and things like that and man, I was just watching him, and I, you know, about 15 minutes ago, I was taking a shower, just got off the toilet, and something just like, he said something that just shocked me, like, out of my haze, like, he, that really put together everything that I've been feeling for so long in one sentence, man. So I came out here, because like, at like an emergency episode, because I felt like the universe just spoke to me, and like, I don't know, like I've, you know, I've rarely experienced something like that, so I really wanted to document, man. I've been feeling so lost, man, like so lost looking at the behaviors that I'm partaking in, uh, the behaviors that are popular around me, and what's happening at the world at large. I, I felt so alienated by some of the things and the habits and, and the practices that we're forced to partake in to play this game that we play as quote unquote entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Like, throughout all time, I've looked up to people who everybody considers classic geniuses and creators and things like that. I've looked at people like, now don't get me wrong, I idolize, absolutely idolize people like Russell Brunson. He's different. He's exempt from this statement that I'm about to make. But I've looked up to people like Elon Musk. I've looked up to people like Steve Jobs. I've looked up to people like Kanye West. And within the world that I'm playing in, this internet, online, entrepreneur, business game, in the world that they're playing in, for some reason, like, for, like, since I've begun this game, like, I felt there was always such a difference. You know what I mean? Like, almost like the word internet entrepreneur or online business was stigmatized. Like, I look at the practices that we partake in, this new and updated and better ways of advertising and going about putting a message out into the world. And I look at companies like Coca-Cola, companies like Colgate, companies like, you know, these big, huge companies, like this beer company or like this Michelob Ultra, whatever it is. I don't drink, so, but, you know, not a lot. So it's this beer in this organic form. I'm looking at posters like that, and, like, I look at what we're doing, and I always felt so separate, and I always felt so different, and I always felt, like, almost, like, low class. And I've always, like, like... It hasn't been at the forefront of my mind, but it's been something that I wondered about and thought about. Like, like, why are we performing the ways that we're performing? 
You know, I look at, and that's what a lot of these podcasts were about. I look at a lot of these podcasts on it, not podcasts. Yeah, a lot of my previous podcasts, that's what they were about. But I look at a lot of the businesses online and I don't feel the same reverence for them. I don't feel the same inspiration. Even for a lot of the things that I do, I don't feel the same inspiration. And like even some of the practices that we partake in, like everybody wants to build the net. Like even my focus for the last few days, like has just felt awry to me. Like the whole entire thing, like I'm worried about, like I'm looking at Steve Jobs and the way he's delivering his presentation while I'm watching these videos. And I'm like, I'm looking at, I'm trying to build my summit and my webinar and, and the ads around it in all these different moving pieces in such a technical way, try to post the content in a way that it becomes a distribution channel and, and gains traction, like, but I don't feel like Elon Musk or Peter Thiel, like, and he just gets on the stage with this Apple presentation, the one that changed the world, and he's not following, like, really any scripts. He's not telling, like, these large put-together stores or anything like that. He simply just told them what the product was, and every, like, I remember even watching the Apple keynote a few months ago. They don't really, like, follow scripts. Like, they just tell, like, what the product is, and the world goes absolutely crazy about it, like, and they always buy. Now, obviously, there's some marketing there, but when Steve Jobs steps on the stage, like, a lot of it isn't, like, what I know to be, like, modern-day marketing or traditional, like, the way we sell things and pitch things, like, it's not like that. But that's all we know. You know, I get on the internet and everything is a, a freaking piece of marketing. Everything is about algorithms and metrics and, and pushing the same messages over and over and over again just to get people to buy. Everything's a focus on marketing. Just market, 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 market. And a lot of that is it has been it's just been turning me off in so many different ways. But I feel like for the longest time I've just been playing this game and I don't know, like it's it's a feeling that I really can't really describe. You know? I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. But I'll get on the internet and I'll see like the internet being literally ruined by people just trying their same old ways to market a brand. You know, even now I'll go out in like society. I'll step out and I'll look at all these billboards on Santa Monica Boulevard or, you know, Beverly Boulevard or La Cienega or these roles out here in Hollywood and everything is about, oh, this product, product, like, they're just trying to sell products over and over and over again. Every, like, every coaching call, every, every, you know, free, 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 free strategy session, like, all these things are like, it's all an attempt to market and all an attempt to sell and none of it felt right for me for the longest time. Now, I, it's like, I love good marketing. I love good sales. But for some reason, I'm just saying it didn't give me the exalted feeling of like an Apple keynote. You know? All these different strategies for some reason just felt like lowball, like cheap, like slimy. Now, they aren't cheap and slimy. You have to do these things. You have to market. And I love some of the modern ways that we've learned to market. But that, you know, it's, it's a confusing feeling because of that duality, because at the same time, it still feels that way. It still feels like an MLM or something like that. And even the MLM, like, it's not a bad thing inherently. It's just that people, you know, apply bad practices to it. But I look at all the world and there's this overarching theme that let's just market, 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 market to the end of time. And it's funny enough because I talk about innovation on a lot of this podcast and a lot of these marketing, like a lot of the world is marketing but where there's an extreme, extreme overhaul and advancement in the marketing sector, the products that they offer to the world is the same exact thing. And like, I kind of like just zoomed out 
for a second, listen into the way Steve Jobs just put things simply like, this is the product, this is what it do does, this is the overarching idea of what this company stands for, like the simple ways he puts things. Like it kind of just made me realize like everybody that I look up to beyond just being a marketer, a lot of these guys were about product. Okay? A lot of these guys, like Kanye West says, he says, I'm a product guy. Like Elon Musk does. He's like the chief technology officer of Tesla or SpaceX or both. And he literally works on these cars. You know, now I know Steve Jobs is kind of just a marketer, but he was obsessed over literally the design of the products that he would push out. And a lot of people credit the innovation of Apple to him. And that's what a lot of these big brands and big companies that are legendary and they just feel regal, that's what they're known for. And like, none of, like, I didn't put any of this together until like I was just sitting there. I hope this makes sense. I know it probably is jumbled, and, but I just had to express it. But I, I was watching this video, I was sitting on the toilet, man. And I was watching this video of Steve Jobs. And he was talking about some other company. I, like I was kind of like zoned out half the time. But it was one sentence he said that caught my, like, caught my attention. He said, you know, um, they got, like, they're a way bigger company than us. We take five years to catch up to them. They have better sales team, better marketing. And so what does that mean? He said, that means we have to build a better product. Okay? And like that little phrase, that means we have to build a better product, kind of sent me down in a complete spiral of all these thoughts and ideas that I just kind of presented to you in a jumble, jumble way like just now. He was product focused. Okay, I remember listening to a Kanye West interview way back then, and he was talking about some of his experiences growing up, like when he would get a, a new pair of Jordans. Or he, actually, he was talking about when he made the song "Wolves." It was because he bought his daughter like a toy, like made out of like like it was a, it was a wolf toy. Okay, and he was describing his daughter for the first time picking up that wolf toy, and she's looking at this toy, and like her eyes are lighting up. Okay, and he said he wants to bring to the world that feeling of when she got the wolf toy and when their eyes light up that feeling like when he was young and he got his first pair of whatever shoes or his first like that feeling of like when humanity for the first time discovered fire and they like, you know, their eyes light up like it's a new life, a new sensation to him. He says he's a product guy. And what I realized is that. That feeling of when your eyes light up, when you first get like an iPhone or a Tesla or a wolf toy, it's because you've touched a product, a piece of innovation that hadn't existed in the world before. Something that was a miracle, something, that, that, something, something that's from the future, okay? And that's been happening on a less and less and less and less frequent basis today I think and here's the problem man everybody wants to be a marketer everybody wants to be a marketer I remember listening to Steve Jobs uh, not Steve Jobs Stephen Larson a few months ago and it was one of his videos on Facebook he broke down like the roles of a marketer okay I might misquote him on this but the three roles of like what a marketer needs to do is like they need to make campaigns, they need to make an offer, 
and they need to work on a sales message. Those are the three things that a marketer does. A marketer uses stories to make noise and then increase awareness of a product and then increase the perception, the perceived value of a product, okay? Everybody wants to make their products, make the perception of value. They wanna make us perceive their products as valuable as possible. But nobody in the modern world wants to make those valuable products do you understand what I'm saying? No one in the world wants to make valuable products. They want to tell stories that make us love the products. They want to give context to things that are mundane and make them come to life. Like, people want to run the things on like Instagram that make their metrics and, their, and their, the numbers on their videos go up and the clicks go up. And then they want to direct you to their IG course that was resold from somebody else because they just want they just want to market you on this course and sell as many copies as possible but they don't want to make your eyes light up when when like when Kanye's kid first seen that wolf toy do you understand what I'm saying people want to put up all these different TV shows and billboards and instead of making a revolutionary product that changed the way people perceive themselves they want them to perceive themselves so low. They want to market the idea of a low self-confidence so that they feel like they need that makeup. People, people, like, people want to market everything under the sun, but the, like, most of these things are things that have been around for hundreds of years that you don't need, that kill you, that have no difference in your life and impact. There's no magic to it. Everybody wants to be a marketer. Everybody wants to be a marketer. Everybody wants to focus on the stories they need to tell you to make you fall in love with something that ain't your wife. Everybody wants to be a marketer. I realized just now sitting here watching Steve Jobs not care about the formula for the freaking webinar. And not care about the formula for the keynote. I watch him fall in love with that product in his hand. And I watch him unveil that iPhone that no one had ever saw. The new thing, the innovative thing, the thing that we didn't think was possible. And I watched him put the phones on the screen that came before it with their clunky keypads. And I watched him unveil the thing that I'm holding in my hand right now that changed the world forever. And I realized it was a little more than marketing that I revealed, revered when I was young. I cared about the design. It really put in my mind, I've been trying to explain this over the last few podcast episodes, back to back to back to back to back. The thing that I loved about the people I looked up to growing up was that they were in love with the design that they would put out into the world. The design of the future. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and it really dawned on me where everybody wants to be a marketer. The people who want to create truly fucking beautiful things. Things that change people. Things that change the world. Because I thought, man, 
man, I'm worried about all these technical ways of, to market this this, this memoir launch coming up on this this freaking summit. All the ways to market and all the ways to sell it. And I've been taught that the offer, not even the offer, the product itself was to be fulfilled on last. Now it's important to market your stuff, but everybody wants to be a marketer. But the people that I grew up idolizing, the people who I wanted to be like, yeah, they marketed their products, but they weren't marketers. They weren't marketers. The people who wanted to bring the beautiful, like this beautiful thing to the world, the people who were focused on design, those were the designers. That's what they were. They were designers. People who wanted to design something beautiful for the people of this planet. No matter who was looking, no matter who cared about it, no matter who purchased, the people who wanted to design something that ain't nobody ever seen before. Something that was powerful, something that elicited an emotion, something that made you feel like the kid when you seen the wolf, like the caveman when they seen the fire. Something that they've never experienced before, something brand new. Something from the future that we was promised when we were younger. He said in this interview, man, that means we have to build a better product. And that's who we are on this podcast, man. I really just realized that. I, I finally was able to put in words. That's who we are on this podcast, man. The people where everybody else is in love with how they're going to sell it and how they're going to make a buck and how they're going to build the company. The people that care about how we're going to take this idea and turn it into something beautiful that people can enjoy for the rest of their fucking lives. I didn't even mean to curse in that last sentence. The people who care about how we're going to make something beautiful that people can hold and cherish and enjoy for the rest of their lives. Not the people who are worried about metrics and, and, and clicks and ads and, and sales scripts that all lead back to an IG course or social media marketing company or business coaching. Or, or, or whatever, anything like that. That's not who we are. That's not who we looked up to. That's not what we love about this. That's not who we love about the world. This ain't a marketing podcast. This is a podcast about design. And who, who, who are we that follow this podcast? Who are we that follows this podcast? We're the designers, man. We like Elon. We like Steve. We like Kanye West. People say, oh, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Let, let me read you the definition of what an entrepreneur is, man. This is the problem with the world. This is the problem with the world. Let me read you the definition of entrepreneur. A person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on a greater than normal financial risk. That's what an entrepreneur is. Someone who operates a business and takes a risk. Like they take all the risks and they operate a business. It has nothing to do with people like any, like, if you run a library, you're an entrepreneur. Wow, that's saying a lot. If you want, if you, if you, if you, if you run a 7-Eleven, you're an entrepreneur. If you franchise a proven model, something that's not new, something that already exists in the world, you're an entrepreneur. But you're not changing anything. 
You're not making a difference. You are not making a difference. Because the solution that you provide as an owner of a 7-Eleven already existed before you got here. And if you didn't franchise it, somebody else would. And if they didn't, they'd go down the street and get the same solution from a grocery store, from a CVS, from a Rite Aid, from a Whole Foods, from a Ralph's. It wouldn't matter whether you existed or not. The solution that you provided to the world was already here. So what does it mean? Like, like what does it mean if you're an entrepreneur? It means nothing. Oh, you're a visionary. Oh, you had a vision. You got a dream. It's in your mind. Who cares? But who are the people who design the future where we live right now? Those are the people who made a difference. Those are the people who made a difference. Think about the major things in your life. Think about the major staples in your life that really make a difference in your day to day. Maybe it's the car you drive. Maybe it's the phone in your hand. Maybe it's the technology you use when you get to work. I, I don't know what it is. I can't say. But it is a design that at one point didn't exist in this world before. And somebody sat down and bought it to you. Who cares about how to make cash flow, how to make the money move, how to make this, that, and the third? It's about design. It's about creation. I signed up when I went to high school to be an engineer because I wanted to make things. I wanted to be an electrical engineer. I wanted to make things. That wasn't the career path for that. Obviously, I figured out. But I was just wondering for the last however the hell long, man. I'm listening to all these entrepreneurs, the Gary V's, um, even my big friend, man. I, I, I love you, boy. Like Evan Stewart. He came on his podcast, so, you know. A lot of people, you know, uh, freaking just so many different people like and they'll talk about when they when they were young and they would like when they were young, they were selling things, selling baseball cards, making little businesses, making money, making profit because they just always wanted to make money. They were like infatuated. And I was thinking over my life, like, why is it that I don't have these experiences? Am I not a born entrepreneur? Am I not an entrepreneur? But sitting down today and listening to Steve Jobs and looking and reflecting over his life, it made me realize something. Nah, I'm not an entrepreneur, man. Not at all. Not at all. Because when I was young, I would paint. And I would draw. And I would sit down with my boy Nate and I would make schematics. And I would think about how I could put certain things and elements and pieces together to create something beautiful for this world. All I thought about when I was little was the future and what we could bring to this place. Something beautiful, something tangible, and something that would actually make a difference. I didn't think about money. I didn't think about cash flow. I didn't think about getting rich until they told me I had to get rich in order to bring something that actually mattered to this world. That's when I started to think about being rich. <sighs> I don't really have much else to say, man. Everybody wants to be a marketer. Everybody wants to be a marketer. Maybe that's what maybe, maybe that's what's wrong with the world. 
Maybe that's the problem. I started this podcast with a quote from Steve Jobs, man. It's funny how it comes full circle at this moment because it is that quote from his Think Different campaign. I mean, I guess I should finish on that quote. Just in a poetic way. Man. He said, here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. You you can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. It's a quote about design, man. All right, that's all I really have to say, man. I just had to get out on this beautiful morning and talk to y'all. This is Dallas from the Grand Design Podcast, man. Please rate, review this podcast, subscribe, all those things. And I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, and by the way, um, we obviously got the summit coming up. We got this podcast going on. I want to interface with y'all. If y'all have any questions that you want to ask me on this podcast, uh, I'll actually put your question on the podcast or on the summit. So if you have any questions about anything I say on this podcast or anything about the upcoming summit that's happening on September 30th, the Surviving the Cancer Summit, you just let me know, all right? And I'll answer, like I'll take your, the audio recording of your question and put it either on the podcast or I'll put it on the summit in between like the speakers. So if you, want, if you have any questions that you want to add or ask, just go to www.memoirlaunch.com slash questions. And scroll down to the bottom of the page, and it'll be a little recording widget, and you can record your question, introduce yourself, so we can, everybody on the podcast can hear your name and know who you are, and maybe shout out your social media, and then ask us your question so that we can um, answer that for you. And um, we're also, also using your questions to prepare for the summit, or shape the summit, rather, and some of the things that I'm asking, addressing the summit. So, send your questions, man. They're really important. I appreciate y'all. See you in the next podcast episode. Thanks.